Good morning, friends, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. Well, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I found some hope this morning, friend. I told you I was listening to this youth pastor the other day um, that a friend of mine sent me from her church sermon. Well, it turns out the youth pastor, I don't mention names, but I'm going to just mention it because he's trying to do his own thing, and that's John Chaffee, and he has this thing on YouTube. She sent me a link to it, and he was talking about these books that influenced him. And I'll tell you, I really enjoyed it because he was just very real. And at the end, I really liked the fact that he said that if you try to put all these books together, they don't make any sense, <laughs> that they're all pieces to a different puzzle. Because, friend, this thing called life is a puzzle. And if you put all your truths in a box, at the end, one just denies the other, friend. And he was talking about that at the end of after talking about how it all works. And um, I knew I liked that man when I heard him on that sermon the other day. So anyway, welcome to the kingdom within. And just know that anything I say, I don't expect you to believe a word I say. Because, well, tell you the truth, I just have no intentions on... Um, being the one that you have a relationship with, my father in heaven, he's it. He's the one. He's the one you want to know. And you want to know him by knowing the firstborn, and that's Jesus. Because that Jesus, well, he's something else. That Jesus told you all kind of stuff, but he told you nothing at all unless you looked for it. And friend, I'll tell you what, he has this hidden thing called the kingdom. And that kingdom, I'm not the only one that has it. Friend, that John Chaffee I just listened to, I know he's got it. He might not say he has it, but he's got it. See, that's the way this works. You get to the point where you just know the truth of who your father is. And, well, there's just nothing to be done but be what you are. And Well, that's just what I am now. I'm just nothing. I'm absolutely nothing because my father is everything to me. And Jesus is the one who taught me that. And well, it's funny. I was listening to this guy, and when he he's well educated and reads a lot of books. And I'm kind of the one that's kind of come across things through the. Well, I'm more from the school of hard knocks, friend. I've been down just down a really bad road at times, and I just didn't. Well, I told you, friend. I didn't ascend from heaven. I've risen from hell, friend. I was suffering. In my childhood, I had suffering. I hated who I was. I hated who I was becoming. I became worse before I became better. But in the end, my father put people in my life that changed my life. And even though I didn't seek Jesus, because I'll tell you, I told you before, that old church where it just didn't do me a whole lot of justice because, well, I just couldn't find any peace in anything that they were saying about what Jesus said. And I had enough fear in my life and anger without having to worry about God's fear and anger. So I just had not much to do with it. But I'll tell you what, that uh, father of mine, he, he led me to these places that brought me back around. And at the end of the day, he took me back to Jesus and... He just took me in a roundabout way, and that's what I kind of liked about this other gentleman here, this John Chaffee that was talking. He he talks about um, religion, but he also talked about how that this 
is God about God. It's not about religion, friend. And that's the way it is. See, because Jesus, that's what Jesus was saying. Jesus wasn't saying that this was about religion. Jesus said, this is about my father. And I'm telling you, our father is what this is about. We are about our father in heaven. Yet we're about nothing at all. Yet we're about whatever it is we want to choose to be. That's the problem, friend. There is no truth except the truth you have about the truth you choose. And the one you choose is the one you have. But I can tell you, Jesus can give you this thing that, well, you just can't find anywhere else. And I can't explain it to you. And the thing about Jesus is, because he's the firstborn and he's without sin, and he gave his life so that you'd know the truth of it. Well, you can just trust in everything he says, because somebody like me comes along and, well, yeah, I might be doing the right thing at the moment, but friend, I've not lived a good life. And well, I screw it all up all the time, every day, day in and day out. I make a mess of everything, even though I'm making a mess of nothing. How do I explain any of this to anybody that doesn't understand the kingdom? So the only thing that matters is that I've got this Jesus to point to. So I don't have to proclaim to be anything, friend. I can just keep pointing back to him because he said it all. But the problem is nobody's listening because, well, the Christians didn't really listen to what he said. Because he was talking about love and forgiveness and this non-judgment and this relationship with Father and this the things that the Christians quite often just don't get, you know, and like I said, it's not that I'm upset with the church, friend, but we've turned this religion into politics, and now, well, nobody will look at my father because, well, we just say all of these blasphemous things that just make me want to puke, friend. It's not that I don't love every one of you just like God loves every one of you because I'll tell you, I can't judge one of you. However, I've got to speak the truth, the love and the love of truth because that's what my father puts me to. And it just sickens me to watch people say things that make people want to turn away from the greatest love that one could ever know. And that is the love of my father through the love of the firstborn son. But nobody looks there anymore because they see nothing but hypocrisy. You've got this president that sits on the highest throne on the nation, which is actually the highest throne in the world, friend. Let's just call it what it is. America has a tendency to make a lot of decisions all over this planet that other presidents just don't have the power to make. So let's just call it what it is. We put a man with no empathy on the highest throne in the entire freaking world, friend, and you have not thought about the consequences to those actions. And because he stood in a church in Florida and said that he, that my father's will was to a preemptive strike on a foreign nation, friend? No. You're just not getting what he was talking about. You're just not getting what Jesus was saying. You're not getting what it said in Revelations, friend. Friend, you better read a little bit about that great whore Babylon, because I'm telling you, you need to start reading this stuff. I don't want to be talking stuff outright on here because, well, you're going to nail me to my cross sooner or later, and I'm kind of accepting that, but I'm in no rush to get nailed because I want you to hear the truth, the love, and the love of truth. And the truth is this nation isn't making the decisions that's going to glorify its Father in heaven, and because it's doing it in my Father's name, 
you can trust the consequences are coming. And it's not because my father's angry at us, but because if we're going to make a statement and glorify ourselves and use Jesus as a mockery, well, then we're making a mockery of my father in heaven. And because he's my father and he's your father and he's Jesus's father, we should all be treating him with love and respect. And if you're not upset with the fact that this man that declares himself basically God is saying he knows God's will, if that's not upsetting you, friend, then I just don't understand because that's why own that's the reason my father's put me to this task, friend. Because I just don't have any other purpose except to know love by experience. And since I'm willing to give my life in order to receive it, well, I just don't have anything worth having except this love that I have of my Father and this Holy Spirit that I've received. And that's because Jesus said I could have it. And I'm telling you, friend, I've got no courage, zero. I'm a coward to the core. But my Father's love has all the power. And he loves you, and he wants you to have a wonderful life, friend. I want the light of Christ to expand in this world, friend. But he told you when the crop has reached its, when it's ripe, it's time to harvest, friend. And I don't want to see the dark come. I'm not here about, I'm not here about trying to scare you, friend. I'm here to create more light. I'm willing to burn brightly and be snuffed out just so that y'all can have some more light, because the truth of the matter is the kingdom I sought, I've already got, friend. It's already mine. In my death, I'll get exactly what I have in my life, and that is the love of this Father and this forgiveness that I've been given. And it doesn't matter whether anybody else gives me forgiveness, friend. I've been in the trenches working and being with people, and I've just watched miracles happen, friend. I've watched person after person come out of the dark and end up being the light, friend. It's just the way it is. Gee, I've watched what Jesus said come true. Jesus told you to love those who hate you. Friend, I've been in the trenches where those that hated me, I now love them. I don't know about whether they love me or not. That's kind of irrelevant. The fact is, I've found the love for them because I've come to find the truth, the truth of what Jesus said, and that is every person on this planet is my father's child. And with the proper amount of love and care, we all want to give to another what it is we seek for ourselves. The problem is that this world, well, it declares itself insane. And then those that follow this thing called religion, well, then they just get all wrapped up in their dogma of it, and they lose the whole relationship of Christ. And that's what it was about. It was always about the love and the forgiveness. It was always about what Jesus said to do. It was never about Old Testament. It was never about the law. It was always about rising in the spirit of it. And Jesus told you how to rise in the spirit of it. Martin Luther King was a perfect example of how to rise in the spirit of the law, friend. That man gave his life so that you could receive it. Man after man has done that in this world, friend. They keep dying so that we could keep living. Yet we keep ignoring the truth, the love, and the love of truth. And 
because we don't want to accept it because we want to have more for ourselves. I'm not upset with anybody about wanting to be selfish, friend. I'm telling you, I've been the most selfish person ever. I told you I come from the dark. I've been eating fruit all along. Even when I wasn't eating fruit, I would go back to eating fruit, friend. I've been having this love-hate relationship with my father in heaven for more than just a minute. I've been searching for a truth I couldn't find, and every time I got a glimpse of it, I got lost in the dark again, friend. I've been trying to make this journey forever and never getting anywhere with it. And this last time, though, he just showed me what I needed to know in order to accomplish what it is I'm accomplishing, even though I'm accomplishing nothing at all. Because the truth of the matter is, to you, I will just look like a man that keeps screwing everything up. But what I've found is that I'm a child of my father that keeps making decisions, and every time I make the wrong one, he forgives me, and then I go back and try again, and then I look at how I feel while I'm doing something, and when I don't feel right about it, I realize I'm wrong, and then I go back and he forgives me. What I've learned, friend, is my father is forgiveness, and for me to make this journey, I have to be able to forgive, friend. Just like for you to make the journey, you have to be able to forgive, because if you're going to judge anyone for anything, friend, you're going to be judged. That's what Jesus told you. He didn't say nothing about this, go to the kingdom on John 3.16. Friend, that's the serpents have been telling you that. They've been standing in this pulpit saying you're going to get something without giving it, and that's not the truth. The kingdom comes when you choose it. And you don't have to be perfect at it, because, friend, I'm going to tell you, after the darkness subsides, my father's kingdom's coming to this planet. He told you that, friend. And I'll tell you, those that are of the right spirit are going to inherit that kingdom, and they're going to get to play this game in such a way that they're going to get to love their neighbor as themselves and not have to be afraid because the people that are here will be of the right spirit for that. But my father is not going to take away your free will. So if you are not freely of that spirit now, then when that kingdom comes, you will not be able to experience that kingdom. What else can I tell you? Jesus told you that. And that's the problem. The problem is nobody's choosing that. And we pretend as though we're not accountable for what it is we're doing. But parable after parable, statement after statement, Jesus said that we are responsible for the thoughts we choose for ourselves. And friend, your actions are a product of your thoughts. He told you that from your heart proceeds all the evil. He said what goes into the mouth goes into the stomach and is destroyed. But what comes out of the mouth is what comes out of your heart. And that is what is truly in your spirit. So if you are saying bad things about other people, well, your spirit is still very judgmental, friend. There's still no love there. It's still full of judgment. It's righteous instead of having no righteousness. Friend, Jesus told you, he said, my father is good. I am not good. That is what Jesus said. Jesus, the one who was the least among you, the one you call your savior said, 
of myself, I am nothing. It is the Father who doeth my works, not even the words I say are on my behalf, but on the Father who sent me. And when they called him good, he said, why do you call me good teacher? There's only one that is good, that is God. You see, these are the truths. The truth is, there's nothing good about me, friend. I come from the dark. I was born of evil. I was born of selfishness. That's what this is. But through Jesus, he gave me a greater truth that I found because I chose to look for it because I hated suffering. And that truth is love, forgiveness, and non-judgment. And the three of those are one. If you have to be more than one person, you're less than another. If you're less than another, then you're more than someone else. But if you want my father's kingdom, well, now you don't have to be more or less than anyone. You can just be the same as everyone else and love thy neighbor as thyself. You don't have to hate you because you don't have to hate them. You don't have to love them because you don't have to love you. Just love my father and then he will love you and you will find that you will love you and them because, well, his love is greater than ours was ever. Without his love, there is no, there's only perception of what we see and without, with what we see with our eyes, well, it betrays us. Everything we see is separate from one another. I see people hurting each other, but that's not the truth. The truth of the matter is, in the end, there's only God. And how can I explain that to you? So here I am preaching <laughs> to you about the love of Christ, when the truth of the matter is there is no truth. Except you have to have a truth because that's the way this is done. You have to have a truth that you live by. And even though I have no truth, I have every truth that my father gives me. And the one he's given me is the one that Jesus has. And that is that my purpose is to speak for the love of Christ. It doesn't make me more or less. It makes me nothing because I am nothing because my father's everything. Yet my father's everything and you too. You just don't know it yet. You still think that you're separate from him and you're just not. But until we all start to choose to see that truth, well, this world, it's just going to go dark. And that's just the choices we're making because we're not thinking about what it is we're thinking about, friend. How many times have I said about thinking about what it is you're thinking about? Because what I want is I want you to see the truth of what we're doing so that we can do something different, friend. My father's love is valuable. And if you discover it for yourself, you'll give it to another because that's the price. To find it, you have to give it. And once you give it, you'll receive it. And the more you receive, the more you have to give. And the more you give, the more you'll receive. And it was never about the money, friend. If you thought you were trying to make more money on God's behalf, that was not what his purpose was. The miracle was the fact that because you were given more, you received more for it. These miracles weren't about what it is you have. They were about who you are, and who you are is who my Father is. And when we put his truth to everything, well, then everything becomes about him. But it becomes about us also, because I can't love him without loving you. If I judge you, I judge him. He created you, and he's omnipresent. So he knew in the end what you're only now figuring out. 
And he knew that in the beginning. So he's allowed all of this. So you can't tell me that we can judge each other and still say you believe in God and that God is omnipresent because every judgment you make against my brother and every judgment you make against me and yourself, you make against our Father in heaven. So I'm not here to say I'm right because I'm not. I'm wrong. Yet because I'm wrong, I'm right. Because I'm both, I'm neither. Because the truth is there is no truth except the truth you have about the truth you choose. And the one that I've chosen is the one that my father gave me, and the one he gave me is the one Jesus had. Even though the truth is even greater, Jesus told you, friend, this Holy Spirit will give you something even greater. He will show you more of the Father and of himself than what you could even imagine. And so now I know much, and I still know nothing, and I can't explain any of it because it has no meaning except the meaning we choose. That's it. Your life is meaningless except for the meaning that you yourself gave it. And if you've been giving it meaning because someone else told you you had to, then you're the one who decided that someone else had to give your life meaning because you couldn't give meaning to yourself. So what I'm telling you now is that if you're hearing this, this is a great time to realize that there is no purpose except the purpose you choose. And the one you have is the one that you've chosen for yourself. And if you want this kingdom, if you want this peace, this love, this joy, then Jesus is the path. He is the light and the way. And those parables and those statements he made, they're holding a hidden message that will give you the kingdom. But you are not going to get it by listening to your preacher on Sunday at church tell you what you want to hear so that you won't throw him from his pulpit, friend. I'm not here to tell you the truth of what you want to hear. I'm here to tell you the truth of love and the love of truth. And, well, there's just no pulpit for you to throw me from because I'm on the Internet talking. And I'm not financially committed to my message. So Therefore, I can speak the truth that comes from my heart with the Holy Spirit. And no matter what happens, well, I've just got nothing financial attached to it. And you don't have to listen to it. So you have free will, friend. So you never have to listen to my message, and that's the beautiful thing about it, see. I don't want anyone to have to do something against their will. The truth of the matter is, if it is the will of this world that my Father bring the darkness, then I will it for you since you will it for yourself. That's the truth. The truth is, I want my Father's will, and my Father's will is your will. So if that is the truth that you want, if the darkness is what you would rather have because selfishness is more important than love and sacrifice, well then, friend, because that's what you will for yourself, that's what my father will will for you. I'm just saying that those of us that have come to learn that those that you thought were of the dark are actually just waiting to receive the light. Because, friend, I'm telling you, those people in those trenches they are just people just waiting to blossom into angels. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you because I've seen it over and over. I keep watching people that thought they were nothing become something. And the more they become, the more they become for each other. And the more they become for love. And, and sometimes we find our own greatness. And the problem is, well, we've... I've done the same thing, friend. I found my own greatness before I found God's.
On my way, on my way to the kingdom, I got lost, friend. I got lost on the idea that I was something special, except I was never anything special. That's the reason he had to uh, kind of teach me a little bit of humility through maybe a little bit of humiliation. Sometimes that's just the way that works. This diagnosis thing turned out to be a perfect because, well, I just needed to be the least. I needed a way of being able to be the least so that I could understand that, well, the joy in it. Because, friend, I'll tell you now that I've been labeled as not well. That was the best thing that ever happened to me because, well, it just taught me that the only thing I really had left to do was help other people that were just like me. And it turns out that that was exactly why Jesus did what he did and why it is that the Holy Spirit took me down this path because I just needed to learn humility and to understand the joy it is about being a servant, servant, friend, because I'll tell you, all the joy in my life comes from what it is that other people have given me and what it is I'm able to give to other people. These things that I possessed, all they ever did was cause me problems and I just didn't see it. I had to worry about whether I could afford to keep it, whether I could afford to buy it, whether I could afford to maintain them, all of these things. And then if you, heaven forbid, if I thought you were going to steal it from me, then I had to think about how it was I was going to protect it, friend. There's just nothing on this planet that doesn't have a price. So that which I possess possesses me, friend, and I don't want to possess anything. My car is my father's. Everything is my father's now. And, well, if he takes it from me, then it's his to have because I gave him my life, and that's his too. And that doesn't mean that I'm in a hurry to run off and get <laughs> nailed to some cross, friend. I'm not into the idea of suffering. I just am not. But I promised my father my everything, and so I've got nothing left to keep except what it is I've got to give. And that which is mine is already his, and that which is his is already mine. And so what do I want of this world when I've got this kingdom where I'm just at peace with the love of this father that I've got within me? And these walks I take out in the wilderness where I talk to this Holy Spirit, it's just the most magnificent thing. And I get to see the most amazing things about my father, about you, and about me. Friend, I hated me. You just don't understand what it's like to, to love yourself because your father loves you. I don't love me because I'm worthy, because, friend, I am not worthy of anything. That's the amazing thing about this. You and I were equals. I love you just like I love me. And I love both of us because I love my father. And I love my father because I love both of us. And if I judge one, I judge all. Oh. So if I judge you, I judge him. If I judge him, I judge me. If I judge me, I judge you. If I judge you, I ju it just goes around and around. So I have either only one path, and that's non-judgment and forgiveness, which is love, which means I have to sacrifice this idea that I'm something special and realize that we're all something special, and therefore it's not important what I have. The question becomes, what am I? Who am I going to be to my father? Since I'm for him and he's for me, and he's been, well, friend, Jesus didn't tell you this, but here I'm going to let you in on a secret. Even though I think he said it all along, he just said it in such a way that he didn't he didn't really say it because you wouldn't have bought into it. My father is not your master. My father's your servant.
and he who serves my father is a servant's servant. Jesus told you he didn't come to uh, do anything but to serve. And friend, he was my father's servant because my father was his servant. And my father's your servant. And I'm telling you, if you unite your will with his, you will find a kingdom that just a joy that I can't even explain. And I'm not saying you're going to find it instantaneously, friend. Anything worth finding can be a little bit difficult sometimes. This old thing of life, well, it's been troublesome for me the whole while, even though it wasn't when it wasn't, and it was when it was. Sometimes I've suffered, and sometimes I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed the fruit, and I've hated the fruit, and I've enjoyed the love, and I've hated the love, and that's all I can tell you is, because until I understood the truth of who my father is, well, I was just mad about everything. But you can't blame me if you had a life like mine. And, well, unless you can, and that's okay, too, because, well, <laughs> I need my father's forgiveness, not yours. I don't expect many of you all to forgive me, not for me speaking the truth, the love, and the love of truth. But I can tell you, this, this love that Jesus offered you, friend, it's the greatest thing ever. And I don't care whether you've been a Christian that's been spewing hypocrisy and joining that president of ours saying God's will is to kill other people. I'm telling you, he'll forgive you for that debt right now. All you've got to do is choose it. Choose the path to the kingdom, friend, and the kingdom is yours, but it will not come from judgment. It will not come from hate, but it will come from love and forgiveness, friend. Well, I'm down to seconds as usual, friends, so know that I love you and my father loves you. So may God bless you and yours.